Welcome to Songs and Stories, the Not For Musicians Only music podcast. Well, hey there. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. My name is Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 56. First of a two-part chat with Strings and Martin Giles from the British band Strings. Uh, I met these two up at a festival in Coloma, California, the American River Music Festival, last fall. In fact, I'm going to be playing there this year, and we'll talk about that um, maybe later in this episode. But I met Strings and Martin. Um, actually, I was riding the shuttle back to camp on one of the days of the festival, and I ended up on this shuttle with uh, a, a shuttle driver named Harmony, and that's where I met Strings. And I found myself riding back to camp with Harmony and Strings and <laughs> made a lot of notes for a song I'll get to one day. But um, it turns out that uh, this woman, Strings, was camping right next to us and found out that her and her her partner Martin were uh, songwriters and singers and playing and kind of basically out here touring the the western half of the United States for about six, seven months in, a, in an RV they purchased, doing house concerts, going to the Far West Folk Conference, and they, they stopped by this festival and got to, you know, get on as volunteers and hang out for the weekend. So we ended up playing. In fact, if you go back to... Um, Songs and Stories, episode 47. There's a late-night song circle we all did together, along with some other friends of ours. And um, as I got to know him a little bit, I said, well, you know, if you're out here for a while, uh, I have this interview series. I don't know if you're going to be down in Santa Cruz at all, but it might be kind of fun to hang out. And a month later, I got a call from Martin, and he said, you know, we were thinking... And I can't do the accent, obviously. Um, we were thinking it might be kind of cool to hang out with a couple of Americans on election night. So they showed up on November 4th, right about six o'clock and we sat down and watched the returns come in actually it was about five o'clock watched the returns come in hung out they stayed a few days we played some music and um finally on day three we, we decided to sit down and actually do this interview and record it and the, uh, the 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 joke was really um you know we we talked so much over the past three days we had to think of what we hadn't talked about yet but we did we did a nice little 20 minute chat or so which you're going to hear in a little bit um, before we get going on this, I want to let you all know that if you're new to songs and stories, you can go to my website, michaelgather.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And there are some links. Look for Songs and Stories episode 56 and 57. This is going to be a two-parter again. And there'll be some links to their, their website, their CDs. They have two available. And a little bit about what they're up to now. In fact, um, there's been some changes in the band since we interviewed, and and um, this actually might be their last interview that I think they recorded. So I'm going to let you know um, what kind of what's going on with them now. But before we get to that, let's hear something off their last release, and then we're going to hear a little bit um, from Martin and Strings sitting around my kitchen table. Yeah. 
Which would actually that would be a two days worth of recording, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it's, it's it's funny. I'll just start recording. Normally, you know, people come in and I heard their CD ahead of time, and mm-hmm. then we start talking. I have a couple of we've been basically just hanging out for a couple of days. So, what haven't we covered yet that we can record? I don't know. If there's anything we haven't covered? Turn it off. We'll go home. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, we've done the election. We've put America to rights. Mm-hmm. We put England to rights. Mm-hmm. And for those folks listening, in case I don't recap it on the podcast. You came over last night. We watched John Stewart announce Obama. <laughs> Go USA! Yeah. Go USA! Well, watch, watching that with you two and my wife, obviously, <laughs> watching Stewart announce the new president with a couple of folks from England is, a, is a, just a wonderfully surreal moment I'll never forget. You know? and, I, and I kept going, okay, I'm, I'm not going to get my hopes. I, I know they've announced yeah. it, but. <laughs> yeah. This happens this, before. This could be a joke. This could, could be a joke. It could yeah. be Stuart. It's Colbert. It's, yeah. It's a, yeah. Whereas I was watching you, and I was like, "Well, he'll know whether this is a joke or not." Yeah. And then you were like, "I don't know whether to, whether to get excited yeah. or not." So I didn't know whether to get excited. I was being or not, reserved, so. cautiously optimistic, even when they were announcing Obama. Yeah. Even after it was, <laughs> even after yeah. it was done. So, yeah. so for yeah. the folks listening, we met I don't know a month and a half ago, something mm-hmm. like that, up at the American River Music Festival. Mm-hmm. We were all volunteers, and they had you directing traffic. We I were lollipop ladies. We were lollipop mm. ladies. Even I Martin, was a lollipop lady, too. Yes, you were. Martin and Strings were both lollipop ladies. And I remember me saying, you all know we drive on the right side of the road over here on the side of the pond. And you said, oh, okay. <laughs> but no pedestrians got injured. Everything was fine. No. We got out of the hospital about two weeks later. Yeah, yeah no, no, no big problems, really. <laughs> they all settled out of court. Yeah, yeah, I mean, seriously, let, let's just leave it at that, shall okay. we? <laughs> the, I'll link the names in the podcast notes. But, um, so how long have you been in the States, and kind of what are you doing here? You're kind of doing a recon mission, playing a few house concerts, scoping yeah, things out? well, yes, uh, we're having an adventure. Yeah. We're just traveling around, um, and we are in a band in the UK, and so we're playing when we can, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, we're looking for house concerts that, that size sort of thing. But we're, you know, like we met at the festival, we're going to see what's happening locally too. Yeah, tomorrow night you're going to, you have to play at the open mic. Of course. Yes. You're, you're staying with us, you have to play at the open mic, yeah. which will be fun. I knew there was some penalty. There was a catch, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, the food was too good. I'm going to drag you into a club that. kicking and screaming to play your guitar. You're just going to hate it. <laughs> you're going to hate it. Yes, such a reserved little thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the band's back in England. The band's yeah. called Strings? Yes. Okay, yes. and what is, the, what is the band typically made of? How many people? And uh, We have uh, Chris Marshall, mm-hmm. um, who is just lovely. Mr. Chris, he's our bass player. We have Derek, who's our drummer, and Emily, who plays violin. And we've actually got a mandolin player out in America, but you won't give him back, so he doesn't get to play very often with us. <laughs> is he from England originally? Is he no, no, he's American. He, he lives in Colorado Springs, yeah. um, a chap called Leser. That's Les how you ended up in Colorado Les. Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, well, the second part of your journey took place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. we came out uh, to Massachusetts in March, mm-hmm. um, and originally we were going to be out for a whole year, mm-hmm. uh, and then... Something came up and we had to go back uh, just at the beginning of May. He says, looking at me UK. with that, that look that blames me for everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, something like, always pays we, the bill. Yeah, by which time we we bought the motor home in Iowa and driven it to Colorado Springs um, to see our friend Les. And um, then uh, he got lumbered with the motor home. 
mm-hmm. um, and uh, we went back to England for a couple of months and we came back out in August. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we spend a lot of the, the intervening time in California, which we love. Good. California's our favorite state. We love yes. having you here. Thank um, you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and you'll be here for a while still, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, we're, for the next month, really, we're just kind of traveling through. Well, I think this morning when Cindy made breakfast, you said you pretty much weren't leaving, so which is fine. Yeah, well, well we <laughs> tasted the breakfast, yeah. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were going to go around the rest of California, but we're going to stay at your house now. Yes. Okay. It's all right, isn't it? It's fine. Yeah, good. Good. We have friends coming tonight, but we have a plug-in for the motorhome. You're, you're fine. <laughs> Fantastic. It doesn't get any better than this. Yeah. More beer in the garage. So as far as the band, um, what I'll probably do on, on, when I cut this podcast, I'm going to put some clips at the beginning, but what do you sound like? What do you, who do you, who are your influences? And We're going to hear something in a little bit, but you know, as a band, what do you mm. sound like on CD? It's always very difficult to say who we sound like. I, hate, I always hate know. that question. Yeah. It's, it's, Which is why I like asking it to people. We, yeah. <laughs> we who do you sound like? I don't know who I sound like, but who do you sound like? I look like Kylie. <laughs> I'm aghast. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, oh gosh, influences. We could say we could say um, our big influence is Joni Mitchell. Okay. Um, you know that is the most common answer I get from anybody. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. She's, she's, um, she's got a lot to answer for. Mm-hmm. Mm, I blame her. Um, it's all her fault. Yeah, yeah. it's all Joni's fault. I, mean, I, 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 I started off playing. Canadians. <laughs> Canadians. Yes, it's the, they're, they're, they're definitely better up there. That's yeah. what it is, isn't it? And then they come down here because uh, Joni lives in. Doesn't she live in Los Angeles? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so Martin, you're the guitar player. Yep. Strings, you sing, and you told me a month ago that they don't allow you to play guitar. That's correct. You're the singer. <laughs> I'm such a bad guitarist. I um, when the the way we actually met up in the first place was that um, I'd got slightly inebriated one night mm-hmm. with Chris, and uh, played him this terrible song that I'd written mm-hmm. uh, on guitar. And the next morning he rang me up and he said, "You know, you can really sing. I like your voice, but we have to find you a guitar player." <laughs> <laughs> and so um, we we found Martin as our guitarist and. Uh, that was kind of how it all kicked off. But mm-hmm. I've, st- I mean, we have we have tried getting me to play guitar a couple of times, but I just don't have the patience with it, mm-hmm. and I don't have the timing, and I don't have the skill. No, it's just patience. To... It's just the patience. Yeah. I just... And maybe you need some kind of overriding enthusiasm for the first few months. Yeah. <laughs> just to get you over all the bad, the rough bit. Yeah. The thing is, it's kind of difficult because I look at Martin, and, you know, he's kind of doing all his weird harmonicy things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I can sweat over this for the next five, six years and get as good as him, or I can just give up and therefore not and have move to worry on. and move on. <laughs> and just go, oh, that's one of those things I can't do, like cooking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he does it for me, like cooking. But if you're, if you're standing there and singing, a band needs a front person, right? <laughs> they do, they so, do. Yes. So yeah. strings and you both write, correct? Yeah. Strings yeah. writes the lyrics, mm-hmm. and I write the music. Okay. Roughly speaking. Mm. We some we 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 kind of collaborate over the melodies sometimes. It's kind of weird how the the songs come together though. It's uh, some of them done by uh, done by kind of remote control. Mm. I'll do one bit, hand it to you. Mm-hmm. You add all your stuff. I come back and change it all. Change it all. <laughs> well, change, change all my part. I don't change It was yeah. done. It was finished. Then I played it for her, and she changed the melody. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's part of the fun of having a band, though. I know with with my songs, my guitar player Aaron. When we start working on something new, there's been a couple times where he and I will just get together by ourselves and play, 
And he says, because uh, um, he'll say, I'm looking for a theme. And, you know, and about a good chunk of my songs, there's a there's a definite melodic kind of guitar hook, and that's just Aaron mm-hmm. finding his place in the song. So yeah. it's great when the when you've got a band that you can kind of just like play with something together. You write a song and you think it's done, but then a lead person comes in or a, or a musician comes in mm-hmm. and he adds something to it. Yeah, and it, it just really changes just, and brings it up to a whole yeah, new level. Yeah, it finishes yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, very cool. I want to talk about your um the, the day we were talking about day jobs up at camp, and I know Martin, you're a, a mastering engineer. Yeah, or you were. I was. Yes. <laughs> For my sins, mm-hmm. seventeen years. Yeah, in London. So you've got a music background, and mm-hmm. strings. You've got kind of a, a, a different angle on, on day jobs, or I guess. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. so I don't do very much singing in mm-hmm. my day to day. I wouldn't work. think so. I, mean, well, I do a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, it's not part of the therapeutic process, mm-hmm. shall we say? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of my, my kind of musical background was really karaoke before I joined the band <laughs> and that just wasn't and you cool. still let her in the band <laughs> yeah so long as I didn't play guitar right, right. <laughs> you don't play with like a screen in front of you scrolling lyrics with like a, a landscape don't in the give background. it away oh, they don't need to know they won't see it on the, on the interview no thank goodness <laughs> I just mind playing the guitar actually it's a little box in the corner with speakers and then that's where the music's coming out oh okay yeah I don't actually play <laughs> and the band was ruined in one interview yeah. <laughs> So how often do you play back home when you're not touring the States in an RV? Um, probably once every couple of months, maybe. Yeah. I mean, mm. the thing is, is we've, we've all got jobs, right. so getting everybody together is kind of quite difficult. Yeah, I found with, um, especially having a band, you've, you've, you, know, you, you book one gig, which is great, but usually a gig means at least a couple of rehearsals, which yeah. means mm-hmm. yeah. you know a few days of phone calls and scheduling. I think that's the behind-the-scenes thing that a lot of people don't see. Yeah. Like, like my band, we play about once a month or so. And if I if I book like a really good gig, it means okay, we've got to do a couple of weekend practices, and it's, yeah. there's mm-hmm. a lot of work involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. going out as a band, playing once every couple of months, it's a lot of work. Yeah, well, particularly if you've got a lot of people in the band. Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's one of the things that's kind of easier about just kind of going around as a duet out here mm-hmm. is, you know, we can mm-hmm. practice a couple that. of songs and. Then we don't have to kind of worry have about. Your host drag you to an open mic and say, "No, you have to play." <laughs> you know? We need to be prepared. Yeah. Or playing in camp—that was great too. The way we met in, that was in fun. camp. Yeah. yeah, we were both going that back on the shuttle fun. to get batteries and film or yes. something. And, and yes. Where you camped at over there? Well, I'm right there, so you have to come back tonight and play. Yeah. Mm. yeah that became the start of a great relationship with good breakfast cool. in the mornings. Exactly. Exactly. So let's see. Um, what are some of the highlights of your American trip? Besides the spider in the Grand, I heard I heard this I read I read the spider blog about the Grand Canyon. It was pathetic. It was the tiniest. Tell spider. us about the spider. It wasn't Tell the us tiniest about the spider. spider. It was a tarantula. And you're in the Grand Canyon. And you don't. Get it was a bit hairy, and so suddenly it's a tarantula. Oh, okay. You tried picking it up. I wasn't going to pick it up. No, I was po- no. I was pointing at it at least. Mm. You were standing behind me to take the photo. I was, <laughs> I was taking the photos. Yes, we were. We were. Uh, yes, we, we had to On do the Grand, the Grand Canyon. Canyon. Yeah. yeah, we had to do Good. the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon and, um, was cool. You can't it's, photograph it. You turn back and forth no, with the camera. Yeah, it doesn't it's fit. It's amazing. You, you can't look. It looks at, fake. Yes, it does, especially it, in the morning. I was there and I thought they did a really good job with this. It looks real. <laughs> It's really strange, particularly in the morning. Yeah, it looks two-dimensional. There, it, it does. The yeah. sun was straight onto the the It looks flat. Yeah. And it looks yeah. flat. And you're looking at it, going, "This is real." No, it doesn't look. Is it real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's eventually when the sun moves, diorama thing at Disneyland. Mm. It looks almost real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's impossible to get. Yeah. Uh, but when you get the, the shadows, scale. the shadows come out, and you Look. can kind of go, "Oh yeah, that's behind." And that. they start moving. It's it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's brilliant. God does nice work. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. nice work. Yeah. Except for the tarantula. <laughs> oh well, you know the hairy spider. You that's... should have been here when I was pecking for the the outdoor gig last week. I opened. I went out to the shed, and I opened the shed, and there's there's spider webs on the floor, and there was one strewn across the door. And I opened the door up. You can see my hands moving on the podcast, right? Because I'm moving my hands. <laughs> I opened the door, and this black spider whizzed up in front of me, in front of my face. And I, I saw it, and I thought it was in the. I was getting ready the night before, and I thought it's too dark to deal with this big black spider. I'll worry about it. So when I was I'm packing things back in a couple of days later, now I'm itching, thinking about creepy crawly things. I um, I saw this black spider, and I honestly thought that's too big to be a black widow. So I relocated it. So I got a stick and wound it around it, put it in a tree. <laughs> Martin's rolling his eyes. And I, and I was all proud of myself. I told Cindy, I said, Feeling sick again. I got the spider and I relocated. She said, was it a black widow? I said, no, it's too big to be a black widow. And she went out there and found out, no, it was just a big, really freaking big. black widow. So we okay. so we, 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 we had to put it down. You had it put down. We had it put down. It wasn't oh, just a garden spider that could go off into it. It was a black widow. Wow. Did, did you use an elephant gun? No, my, my wife killed it. <laughs> I was being all kind. Your boys are such no, cowards. I was, I was, when are we leaving? <laughs> it's dead now, Martin. It's okay. No, actually, I, I, I got a stick and I moved it. I thought I was being all kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, it was this big spider that could have made my dog sick, so we killed it. Yeah. No, we, we were in, um, where were we? Uh, Scottsdale, mm-hmm. over sort of Phoenix Way, and um, we were sitting out in the garden, and mm-hmm. there was this there was this spider hanging down off the bottom of Martin's chair, uh, and I said, "Oh, look, there's a spider." At which point we had to peel him off the ceiling, <laughs> and, and then and then I, he comes back, and he no, was like, "No, no, no, it's it's I, peered, I peered carefully over at this thing, and it looked from the ceiling. Yeah, it, it <laughs> kind of had its legs curled up, and it was just hanging. So he and pronounced I, it dead. I decided that it was dead because it's better for my sanity to but decide. Be, that being it was a dead. doctor, you right. see, when he went, I was. With your training, with my you training, really what was going on? I went and poked it with a stick. <laughs> and it wasn't dead. About it wasn't it. dead, and it you was a black widow. Psychology school, how to poke a spider with a stick. How to poke a spider with yeah, a stick. That was an probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned that in uh, Australia. Um, but yeah, I poked it with a stick, and it came alive, and it was black widow. Yeah. So, and so then I told him, and then he sort of blanched. He just went this horrible white colour. <laughs> <laughs> like he uh, looks right about now. Well, yeah, kind of. Just thinking about it his makes you yeah. as well. <laughs> well, it was me sitting there. In my shorts, mm-hmm. bare legged, bare legs, mm-hmm. about six inches away from yes. a, from a, a live black widow. Yes. <laughs> but I'm pumped. Thank you. Good night, dressing. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah. Oh, so leaving the spiders. So you've anyway. met a lot of people. You played a few house concerts. You went to the Far West Folk Conference. What was that Love like? Love the Far West. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and for I mean, folks listening, what is Far West? Far West Folk Alliance um, is kind of a meeting of lots and lots of people who are house concert hosts mm-hmm. and who play house concerts and people in the music industry. Radio DJs. Radio DJs. With a real folk kind of independent artist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of singer-songwriters, mm-hmm. essentially. But you've got, you've got such a range. There's folk, there's Celtic, and yeah. you know, the, the, whole, the whole folk acoustic kind mm-hmm. of area. The yeah. whole canon of uh, folk. And it's, uh, yeah, it's like a... Well, it is like a, a business convention, except it's nothing like a business convention; it's more like a party. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. They book yeah. out. They book out these two floors of mm-hmm. this hotel, and like different people each kind of book a room. 
and then they uh, schedule in artists to play every 15 minutes or every half hour. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're literally, you're walking along these corridors and like coming out of one door, you've got, you know, some Irish folk music coming out. The next door, you've got some blues coming out. The next mm-hmm. door, you've got kind of three-part harmonies coming out. And you just kind of keep on walking along these corridors and you've got sort of 20 different acts performing all at once. And you can wow. just drop in on these different hotel mm-hmm. rooms. It's just mm-hmm. so cool. And I mean, some of the people we met there in terms of musicians, mm-hmm. they just run. Yeah, they folked. Nice. They were wicked. They folked. Yeah. They folked. I'm going next year. Every year it's... You a, have to. Yeah. The last yeah. few years something's come up. There was a gig this weekend. There was a gig last year on that weekend. But next year, <clears throat> i got to go. No I'm excuses. Guessing. You yeah. have to go. I'm out of excuses. The, the English to. people have been there before Good. you. How yeah, sad pretty is that much. for you? Yeah. <laughs> Book it now. Then mm-hmm. you've spent the money on the tickets. And yeah. It's yeah. cheaper yeah. now anyway. That's true. Uh, and then you have to go because you spent the money. And you just right. meet these lovely people. I mean, it's kind of... because. You know, one of the things that we were saying yesterday was about how America is viewed having voted in a certain president twice. Mm-hmm. You know, shoot self in foot one that year. Over of wine last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do know we all think that it's a bit stupid. <laughs> and you know, now at least with Obama coming in, we, you know, our opinion has gone they're up. Not, they're not quite as stupid after all. No, yeah. they're not stupid. They, I, they I voted think, in somebody brilliant. Yeah, there's Look, a huge. I, th- I reckon one of the things Obama has got now is a huge amount of international goodwill. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, and and I mean just just in terms of you know it's kind of it's actually wiped clean as far as I'm concerned it's wiped clean that stereotype of Mm -hmm. Americans being kind of you know gun toting you know world hating Mm -hmm. you know kind of crazy people which is not my personal view of Americans I'd just like to say at this point but (laughs) again you've been in the folk bubble for six months I have been in the folk bubble where everybody we meet is lovely you know and they're all they're all kind of they're people that. You know, you, you're just you're you're surrounded by open-minded, lovely people, generous, trusting people. Trusting. We've had so many people invite us to their homes. Yeah. Within sometimes within seconds. Well, it was like of meeting you're in us, town. Come on over. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. They don't realize that we're going to nick their telly. They're going to nick Eat their DVD their food, player. Drink all their beer. And then we're going to take off. Well, and see, we're Americans. Forward. We don't know what the word "nick" means, so we're just completely oblivious. <laughs> Steal, so. thief. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, no. I mean, it's, I don't. It's been a very it's... good experience. Yeah. You, oh, it's been awesome. Do you know the expression "half inch"? No. It's, yeah, it's keep it that way. Half inch means pinch, means nick, nick, okay. means steal. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So half yeah, inch we're going to half inch all your stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to do that clock, actually, I bet we could get yeah. some money for that. That's a fantastic. Good luck carrying that clock over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the wife, so you'll have to fight her for that. I, I wouldn't like to try that, to no, be honest. No. We'll never make you breakfast ever again. Okay, so the it's clock, kind of the like clock the clock stays. stays. The clock stays. Yeah, the clock stays. However, <laughs> what else can you can take Arlo if you want. He's kind of a pain in the ass. But, uh. <laughs> it's just what we need—a pain is, in the is, ass. Is he named after Arlo Guthrie, by the way? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I just—I've always liked the name, mm-hmm. and so we just we were kind of waiting for like the next big dog to come around with the name Arlo, kind of in mind. <laughs> I just thought because the dog's name Ramos, a nice little four four letter two syllable. But I always love the name Arlo because it's unusual. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. So you have a folk dog. Yeah, we do. That's very <laughs> cool. <laughs> and when I put a harmonica, he howls. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> can you do that? Uh, I can do. Uh, yeah, he got used to it because I was actually recording. <laughs> I was recording a hidden track for the for the Dog Speed CD, and I, I got him so used to it, he stopped doing it. But hopefully the, the piece I got is good enough to we'll find we'll we'll find out when the CD's done. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to speaking of dogs, I wanted to ask. We were talking about RV. We, we, we walked the dogs earlier, Martin and I. We were talking about dogs, and you were talking about 
you know, you, you've met a lot of California people. You've met a lot of you've met some Arizona people. They're equally nice. <laughs> yes. Tell me, tell me about the um, the, uh, the RV stereotype with the oh the yeah. Dog. This, 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 <laughs> tell me about describe the, the, the it for the big shaven headed, two hundred pound guys with a big mustache. The really hard looking guys. Gun toting. Gun toting. Yes. Nice gun toting folk. Mm-hmm. Nice gun toting folk. Walking around the trailer parks with their their three pound dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, the, just the a chihuahua. Dogs <laughs> Because you're in an RV, you can't yeah, take like the room. You can't exactly. take in an RV. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. It does look very funny. <laughs> so it covers spiders and dogs, and uh, let's play some music, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Let's do that. Cool. You know, listening to that back, I don't know how we went from. Joni Mitchell to psychiatry to giant hairy spiders in the Grand Canyon to the Black Widow in the shed in my backyard. But hey, only on songs and stories, folks. One thing I wanted to recap in that interview that I really liked was talking about how a band works. A lot of people don't, I guess, think about when a band goes to do a show, you know, there's a lot of scheduling and phone calling and rehearsing that kind of goes on to make one good show. And I really liked, I appreciated being able to talk about it from somebody else's perspective. So if you have never dealt with a band or run with a band, that's kind of what happens behind the scenes. I thought that was kind of interesting. I also forgot to mention that the uh, the track that I played before the interview was actually called Angela, and that is off Strings' uh, 2006 release, Love and Other Vices. So as I talked about at the beginning of this, there's been a change to the band since we did this interview, and I wanted to wait at least until this this first half of the interview was done, because I just detest people that spoil the ending of a book or a movie before you've gotten into it. And um, what I wanted to let you know is this is actually, I believe, the last official interview that the band Strings, uh, Martin and Strings in this case, have, have done. Uh, Martin emailed me about a month ago and said that... Um, Basically, the band decided to part ways after this interview and after they got back to the UK. What was happening was uh, Strings, the, the lead singer-vocalist, is um, a psychiatrist, as she talked about in this interview, and she's been working on a book, and the book's almost finished, and the other bandmates are also busy with other projects, so it was an amicable um, sort of parting of ways. In fact, the, the quote from their website that Martin wrote was... Um, The decision was in no way due to a falling out between us. It is more about the lack of time and the commitment of our lovely singer and lyricist Strings will be able to give in the foreseeable future. We are all very proud of the music we have made together and have a thousand happy memories. So what now? Um, Chris and Martin will without doubt be involved with other music projects together and separately. Derek, our drummer, is always busy drumming, playing keyboards, buying and restoring drums and percussion and teaching. And Emily is getting her traps ready for the next Kaylee. So they're all... You know, they all parted on good terms. They're just really busy with other things, which often happens in bands. Um, Speaking of strings in that book, I also wanted to say that um, I I was sworn to secrecy to not reveal Strings' real name. In fact, I think she said if I give out her real name, she'd come back across the pond and let me hear about it. But I will let you know that the the book she was working on when she was here is actually available now for pre-order on Amazon.com. It's called Psychiatry PRN, Principles, Reality, Next Steps. And it's by it's edited by Lawrence Church, Susan Davidson, Maurice Lipsedge, and Sarah Stringer. And that's all I'll say about that. But if you want to find out about the book, go to Amazon.com or I'll link to it from the Songs and Stories notes for episodes 56 and 57. So it's I saw it when it was kind of in the works. It's pretty impressive. But as you know, this is not the end of the interview. This is the end of part one, the interview part of Songs and Stories, um, the, the chat with Strings and Martin. What we're going to do now is go... Um, 
you know, we're going to close this first part up, and then we're going to go to episode 57 and hear them play a couple of songs, one song off um, each of their releases. So stick around for that. If you have any comments about this particular podcast, you can email me. Or if you also want to be on my mailing list to find out when new episodes are coming up, the email address is michael at michaelgather.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. So email me, let me know what you think about this interview, or if you want to find out more about future interviews coming up on Songs of Stories, just email me, michael at michaelgather.com, and I'll let you know what's coming up, and I'll also let you know where I'm playing at. And speaking of that, um, this year's schedule for the American River Music Festival in Coloma, California, is now av- uh, up, up online at americanrivermusic.org, and this year I'll be actually on the bill. I'll be playing on Saturday, September 19th, as part of a late-night song circle um, with um, Michael McNevin and Cindy Kalmonson. And the entire festival features people like Jimmy LaFave and Blame Sally and City Folk and Jackie Green and um, Eliza Gilkinson playing on the main stage along with some late night activities and I'll be playing as part of that. So it's really a nice festival and you, you get to go and meet people like Strings and Martin. So it's a nice place to hang out. There's a link to that on my site as well. So stick around for part two of this interview. That's episode 57. If you're up on iTunes, this will be download- downloadable in about a week. Um, if you're on my website, just click on the very next link and listen to part two to hear Martin and Strings play a little bit. Thanks for listening. Take care.